Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. children play in its streets while just behind lurk iniquitous monsters. Unspeakable crimes are committed here and acts of breathtaking valor. You are the sovereign in this place. It is the realm of your own imagination. Our story this time searches one of its deep recesses, the hidden place of fear. Exactly like your picture. It all depends on how old the picture is. Uh, may I come in? I, too, am an Italian. That is, a, an American Italian. My name is Antonio Meucci. I am an inventor. And what do you invent? Oh, candles. Now, you may say, what's to invent as far as a candle is concerned? Isn't a candle just a wick surrounded by some tallow? Well isn't it? Ah, but there are types of tallow and types of wicks and materials to be selected and ways of working them into a more efficient product. I see. When I heard you were coming to America... Oh, what an honor. Giuseppe Garibaldi, Italy's greatest patriot. You are much too kind. I must do something for this man, I said to myself, and to my wife. But what could I do? Everybody else is giving you medals and honors and Citations? What can I offer you that's different, unique? I could not guess. I... I can offer you a job. A job? Has anyone else offered you a job? No. There has been nothing uh, definite. Well, then, I happen to know you came away from Italy without a penny. That's true, isn't it? True. Then, putting it bluntly, what's to become of you? How shall you live? A man must eat. And if you won't accept the bread of charity, he must... Earn it by the sweat of his brow. You have a plain way of speaking, my friend. 
No one has thought to offer you a job. So I must do it. What sort of job is it? Am I qualified? Well, not really. But I'm willing to overlook that. I need a man to work in my candle factory. I see. I wish I had something better. More worthy of your magnificent talents, but well, I... No, I, I understand. You know, now that I've actually put it into words, I'm... I'm sure it sounds ridiculous. The great Giuseppe Garibaldi, a worker in a candle factory. I will take the job. You will? Do I have an alternative? That same day, we took the ferry boat from the island of Manhattan to Staten Island, where my factory and home were located. I insisted that he live with us. My wife was very much taken by him. Oh, poor man. What life has done to him. Isn't there anything we can do? <laughs> We're giving him room, board, a job. In the whole world right now, is anyone else doing more? But he is the hero of a hundred battles. How can he just settle down to a quiet, ordinary life? Well, my dear Leonora, we must accept the world as it is. What does he do all day? He threads wicks and softens tallow. And pours the molds. <laughs> what else is there to do in a candle factory? It doesn't seem fair. Antonio, do you think he could ever go back? Where? Italy. No, not unless he wants to be hanged or shot. I mean, as the head of an army. Oh, what sort of army? A few hundred, perhaps a few thousand ragged red shirts against all the military might of Austria and France? No, the odds against them are too great. No greater than the odds against George Washington? That was different. Why? That was a miracle, if you ask me. If George Washington could create a miracle, why can't Giuseppe Garibaldi? Well, I suppose we tend to believe that miracles could only take place in the past. You know what they say, the age of miracles is over. The age of miracles began with the creation of the world and will only end when the world is no more. She's a very good woman, my wife. Bit of a mystic, though. That's why she got along with him so well. He was quite a mystic himself. I would hear them talking of an evening... Shall you have a cup of tea, General? General? No, no, I am no longer a general. But plain Giuseppe Garibaldi. You will always be a general. No. One can only be a general if he has troops behind him and a battle in front. That day will come again. No. But you said it would. When you landed in New York... You declared that one day you would return and fight on to victory. That was something that had to be said. Even if you didn't believe it? I had failed to achieve the reality of freedom. Should I also destroy the dream? A dream can never be destroyed if you believe it. I have no more dreams, Signore Meucci. None at all. Shall you be content to spend the rest of your days making candles? They are extremely fine candles. And making candles is enough to occupy your mind? Making candles, making war. 
To do them well requires all of one's resources. Yes, senora. To answer your question, I... I am quite content. He said so. And you would think so. But it wasn't true. Because one Sunday, I happened to go down to the docks to see about some merchandise. And there he was. Some sailors were unloading their ship. He went up to an officer, and I could hear him say... Uh, excuse Excuse I, I do not speak uh, more English. I am seaman. Able seaman. I am looking to... to sign on. But the officer paid absolutely no attention to him. It was as if he didn't exist. And I could see him go from ship to ship. It was the same everywhere. Sir, the captain, Padron, I am a sailor. I am looking for... I need... Please, please listen, I will work. I will labor for, for no money. Do not pay me, just take me aboard. Let me work, let me sail. Antonio said he saw you at the docks this morning. The docks? Oh, yes. yes. What were you doing there? Just looking at the water. Oh, you like the sea? I was raised on it. Have you ever thought of sailing again? Uh, that is, as a seaman? No. When Antonio said he had seen you at the dock, I thought perhaps he was thinking of going to sea. Going to sea? Hmm. Signing on as a sailor on a merchant ship? Oh, no, no, never. That idea would never enter my mind. Well, then you wouldn't care to be a sailor again. Well, what sort of life is it? The work is hard, the food is bad, and the pay is small. Mm, and yet, how many follow the sea? When a man is young, the sea is an alluring mistress. But, senor, there is nothing more pathetic than an elderly sailor. He owns nothing in the world except the few tattered rags on his back. Then the sailor's life is not for you. <laughs> Never. Never again. Leonora, am I late for my dinner? No, you are early. Good, good. Was the general not home yet? No. I wonder where he can be. I am sure he is down at the docks. He doesn't want us to know about it. You know, if he's unhappy here, I wish he'd say so. Perhaps we could find... Something else. There is nothing else he can do. He knows three things in his life. How to lead a revolution, how to sail a ship, and now how to mold candles. There are no opportunities for revolutionists at the moment. No jobs for sailors, and so I'm afraid he must stay in the factory. But what makes you think he's down at the docks? Come with me. I'll prove it. Looking at that Portuguese fishing boat. Fishing boat? Mm -hmm. oh, I must say he's lowering his sights. Look, he's trying to talk to that man. I think it's the captain. Let's move up a bit closer. But don't let him see us. He doesn't want us to know. Captain, listen. I need a berth. I'm an excellent navigator. See, see, see how well I speak Portuguese? That is because I spent many years in South America. The captain isn't even listening to him. 
He doesn't seem to be impressed. I am a good man. And you can have me cheap. You can have me for nothing. Do you understand? I will work for nothing. Let's go home, Antonio. General Garibaldi, may I speak frankly? Is that another way, my good signore? I know life here must be dull and boring for you. Oh, say rather that it is restful. I can understand your desire to go to sea. What makes you think I want such a thing? Oh, please. Evidently, you consider this a rather delicate matter. I certainly have no wish to pry, but... Signora Meucci. Ah, I have an uncle who is associated with a merchant in New York. This man has a small fleet of ships. We could put in a word. It is a much better way to get what you want. Signora, when have I gone to the docks to look for a berth? When? And why would I go? I have told you. There is nothing more pathetic than a gray-haired sailor. A fat To I... seek a berth on the ship at my time of life? No. No, I may have lost many things in this world, but I'm sure I, I have still kept my sanity. But then you weren't down at the docks looking for work. I already have work, Signora, in your husband's factory. Why, well, then, I suppose it wasn't you that I saw down at the docks. Of course not. I am afraid you confuse me with somebody else. Perhaps. I probably did. That's what she says to him now. But you know as well as I do that she's sure she was not mistaken. That he was there on the docks. That he was looking for a job on a sailing ship. On the other hand, the man's honor is beyond question. He would not tell a lie unless, of course, it is necessary for the success of some grand design. But what could possibly be at stake here? That will be the proper business of Act Two. Sometimes one can be in exile far from her shores, but it's still exile. And it's a time when a man must summon all of his inner resources, or else he may remain in exile forever. But why does he feel he must lie about it? I don't know, Antonio. It's, it's, it's such a transparent thing, too. I, I really don't understand. Well, surely he knew you wouldn't have said anything about it unless you'd been there and seen him. I am sure he has his reasons. Perhaps this is the end of him. Oh, don't say that. Well, he's an old man. Old? He can't be more than 41 or 2. That's old for a fighting man, my dear. Years of sleeping on the cold ground and the rain and the snow, lack of food, constant hardship. They all leave their mark. But his work isn't finished. Perhaps not. But he is. Other men will take up the challenge. The struggle to liberate Italy will go on without him. Oh, oh. Uh, good morning, General. Oh, good morning. Oh, won't you have breakfast? Oh, there is no time. I'm late for work. Well, as your employer, I give you leave. No, 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 no. That would be taking advantage of your good nature. Take a little bit of advantage, at least, and have a cup of coffee. You are very kind. Let us say no more about it. While you're at it, some fresh rolls. Is there any news from the other side? No. No, perhaps. Perhaps I am not important enough any longer to be kept informed. Please, don't even think that. I shall soon be forgotten. And I shall never see Italy again. And who ever loved her more than I do? And remember, my friends, most of us must accept the land of our birth. But I chose Italy. 
How? Weren't you born an Italian? I could also have been born a Frenchman. Remember, I was born near Nice. Why did you choose Italy? Why? Was was it was it the glory of Rome, or perhaps perhaps the, the merry folk songs the Italian sailors sang in the harbor? My first birth was on an Italian coastal trader. If I could only be born again and live it again. I must go, Senor Antonio. You pay me for a full day's work. A finish your roll. I can eat it on the way. Oh, poor man. But he doesn't have to be a poor man. He doesn't. There are Italian communities all over the world that would gladly honor him, offer him hospitality. He could travel. He could make speeches. He could, he could live the life of a famous and popular man. That isn't what he wants. What does he want? Why does he bury himself in this isolated island off New York, Leonora? He works long, hard hours at the factory. He eats and, and, and sleeps. And visits the dock. Where he tries in vain to get a berth on some sailing ship. And why does he lie about it? Antonio, listen to me. Maybe he isn't lying. But he's saying what we know to be untrue. That's a lie. No, not if... Not if what? Well, I... I am not sure... What are you thinking of? Oh, you will say it's one of my crazy ideas. <laughs> I might as well hear it. Did you hear what he said just before? If only I could be born again to live it again. Well? That is what he wants to do. Start again. And this time he will succeed. The first job he ever had, his career began on board a ship. You're saying that he he wants to go back to the time when he was a boy? Yes. Well, that isn't strange. Many people dream of that. But he is actually doing it. Well, how is he doing it? The young Giuseppe Garibaldi uh, that's inside him wants to get a berth on a ship. The older one has no use for it. Therefore, the older Garibaldi isn't aware of the fact that the younger one has taken him to the docks in search of a job. Oh, come on now, Leonora. That is why he denies what we saw him doing. But how is such a thing possible? I don't know. But I am sure he doesn't know what he is doing. He's a great man. Or he was. He deserves a better end than this. Why do you say end? For all we know, he hasn't even begun. certainly has unique ideas, my wife, Lenora. If I believed in such things, I would suspect that she's in league, or at least in communion, with various spiritual phenomena. She had long conversations with Garibaldi in an effort to cheer him up. You will raise another army, Tenor? No. Have you lost hope? Hope? I've lost something more important. My bond with Infinity. Do you understand what that is? No. Signore, no ordinary man can free a nation. The battle is long. Life is short. Experience is treacherous. One must survive. One must be attuned to the hidden signs and signals of fate. One must dream dreams and see visions... 
And I can do these things no longer. That surely... No. The gift, whatever it was, has left me. It left me suddenly at the Battle of Rome. Let me tell you what a battle is, my dear. It is the inferno of Dante. There is a deafening cannonade. There is the sharp, angry rattle of the rifles. And there is the terrible entanglement of thousands of men locked in mortal combat. Hand to hand. Bayonets. Pistol butts. Fists. Teeth. Everything that can be used to maim and kill. The bloodlust to seize possession of all, turning men into savage beasts. But not all. One man stands above it. Cool. Possessed. The commander. Frenzied couriers rush to him, beseech him for orders, for advice. But he sees the grand design. He knows what must be done. Courier, heed him. Go to Colonel Martina. His lances must support Lajaro's brigade. Messenger, here. Tell Major Dondolo to take command of Bonnet's battalion. Runner, hear the Lord. Tell Major Massara his bassalieri are to support the radio company. Yes. The general must be the cool, calculating, impersonal intelligence. But there are times when he must also be the fiery inspiration and descend into the seething cauldron himself. Who is that? Stop! All of you! Stop! Where are you running? Why are you running away? In reality, the battle is lost. Lost? How can it be lost? You still have your horses. You still have your sword. Follow me back. No, you must not go back there alone. I will not be alone if you follow me. Retreat, young Italy, soldiers of the Legion, draw your swords and follow me. You see, my dear Signora Meucci, mortal man cannot achieve his destiny unaided. How can he achieve the clarity of vision? And how can he be sure the bullets will miss him? After all, he must live long enough to perform his mission. But how? I don't know, General. In every battle, there were bullet holes in my shirt. Why was I spared? And when I was hit, the wounds were superficial. A miracle? More than a miracle. It is the decision of fate. General, I believe it is your fate to liberate Italy. I had my opportunity. I let it fall from my fingers. I no longer have the strength, the energy. You will have as much of those as you will need. I feel empty, Signora. I am dead. There is no fire in my heart, no visions in my soul. I have given up. No, you haven't. You are going about it the wrong way. You are trying to recapture your youth. No, I am not trying to do anything at all. You refuse to admit it. The end of youth is not the end of the world. You call the revolutionary movement Young Italy. Why just Young Italy? Because only Young Italy has the strength to prevail in the field. But in order to prevail, you will need all Italy. Young, old, men, women. 
You must no longer be just a commander of soldiers. You must become a leader of the people. I... I must go to work now. To the candle factory. It is honest labor. Yes. General, tell me, please. What has happened to you? I have been betrayed, senor. I have been victimized by other men's stupidity, cowardice, ambition. Others have faced these same misfortunes and were able to rise above them? Yes. Yes, I know. But, senor, they were able to do something that is denied to me. They were able to dream. This is the loss that has destroyed me. I am able to dream no longer. It is said that men in exile feed on dreams. But when dreams are denied them, how can they be sustained? The flame burns low for Giuseppe Garibaldi, alone, helpless, and devoid of hope in a foreign land. At least until the third act. itself is usually done with quickly. It is the dream that produced it that may have lasted for almost a lifetime. Most of the great happenings of history, what were they in reality? Only someone's dream that came true. But when the dream dies, what becomes of the dreamer? You say you can dream no longer, General? Yes. Have you ever wondered why? Does it matter? Is it possible you are afraid to dream? Is it possible? Yes. Ah. Then it exists only in your mind. No, Signore, it exists in my heart, in my soul. I'm sick of it. I can say this now. I am sick of it, sick of the slaughter, of the agony. Does it surprise you? No. My dream was a free, united Italy. Very good. But what has it brought to those who followed me? Misery and death. And what has it done to me? I gave the cause everything. My youth, my strength, and finally, my wife. Your wife? Yes. What happened? Oh, please, please, senor. I would rather not speak of it. As you wish. Why does everyone feel they have the right to ask me the most intimate personal questions? I'm sorry. I didn't intend to... How much more am I expected to give up? Oh, please, General. And do not call me General. I am plain Mr. Giuseppe Garibaldi. I work as a laborer in a factory because I am not fit to do anything else. Uh, may, may I, may I make you a cup of hot tea? And do not try to humor me either. Oh, Senor, Senor, please, please forgive me. I, I do not know what has come over me lately. I am not myself. No, it, it, it is all right. No, it is not. What right do I have to abuse good people who are kind to me? I understand. Believe me. I understand. It is that I am homesick. And I know I will never see my Italy again. Oh, but you will. I am sure of it. Yes. Well, I must go to work. Good evening, Carissima. Mm -hmm. Well... Isn't the general dining with us? No, I don't think so. He came home, went to his room, 
still fast asleep. You know, I'm worried about him. He doesn't look well. What do you think? I agree. I think he's ill. He's nervous and excitable, and his, his hands are shaking. Perhaps we should call a doctor. <laughs> you won't hear of it. But why? Surely he needs a doctor. He was quite definite about it. He thinks if word gets out that Garibaldi has called for a doctor, people throughout the world will believe he's dying. Mother! Who's that? Mother! It's the general. Oh, what's he saying? Mother! He's, he's calling for his mother. For a moment, we sat there frozen with apprehension. The voice of Garibaldi was calling for his mother. Then we ran into his room. We didn't know what to do. We just stood there and listened. Mother, mother, don't. Oh, please, mother, do not leave me. I will do anything you say. Do not leave me. You must wake him. General. General. Yes, yes, mother. Yes. General, wake up. Wake up. You are having a nightmare. Don't go, mother. Don't. Oh, senora. Senora, she is dead. My mother is dead. You're dreaming, General. It's only a dream. No, she died in my arms. My dearest mother. Poor Donna Rosa. I remember when I was a child... She was still a young girl, so pretty. Now she's dead. But it is only a dream. A dream? Yes, my dear friend. A dream. But this is reality. Here, now, Staten Island, New York, the USA. It's March 19th at exactly 8 o'clock in the evening. And you must forget it. Yes. Yes, of course. Now, you join us for supper. No, no. No, thank you. Oh, at least let me bring you something hot to drink. This is very kind of you, Senora. No, you are looking so much better. Uh, may I say something? You said that the terrible thing was you could dream no longer. You remember? Yes. That just before... You did have a dream. It was no dream. It was a nightmare. I have no shortage of those. Indeed, it is what all of my dreams have become. Oh, I am sorry. Senora, they say that fortune favors the brave. But I am brave no longer. I can't believe that. It is true. I refuse to believe that Giuseppe Garibaldi is a coward. There are two types of men who choose not to be brave. The first is the coward. He is afraid. The second is the wise man. He is prudent. He adds up the cost of bravery and he decides the price is too high to pay. And you have arrived at that decision? Yes. Both of us have accepted it. Both of you? Both Garibaldi, the young one and the old one. Ah. Oh. He no longer torments me, the young one. I have convinced him the struggle is no longer worth it. But Italy must be liberated. Men like me, Signora, we were born to be dreamers. When we can dream no longer, we die. And I'm already dead. No, you're alive. You're strong, vital. No, no, Signora. It has all been drained out of me. I told you I had given everything to the revolution, even my wife. You asked me. How she died. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have pried into your personal... No, 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 I... no. Let me tell you. I am leaving Rome. Whoever wishes to carry on the struggle, let him come with me. 
I can offer him neither food nor lodging nor money. I can only offer him hunger and thirst and battles and death. All who have the name of Italy not only on their lips, but in their hearts. Let them follow me. You must hurry, Generale. This way your horse is ready. Thank you, Medici. I must not turn around to look. But do any follow? They all follow, Generale. Here. Now, we must turn down this street. It is the shortest way out of the city. Uh, who is this? Anita, what are you doing here? Medici, how did she get here? You mustn't blame our good friend, my dearest. I made him bring me. But the children? They are safe with your mother. No, Medici, get her out of I here. I won't leave. My darling, we can be killed at any moment. And we shall die together. I will not permit it. My place is with you. Anita! Hurry! Hurry! Generale, we'll be taken prisoner. I should never have permitted it. But what could I do? I was lonely. But she was ill. And she told me she was carrying a child. And by then it was too late. There was no way she could be brought to safety. By then the brave legion had melted away. There were just a few of us. We were hunted fugitives in the hills. And every day my beloved Anita grew worse. She could no longer walk. Generale, we must leave her behind. Leave her behind? Abandon her? Desert her? No, 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 no. I have found a priest. A good man. One of us. He will hide her. He will see she is cared for. Leave Anita for her own good. I know it sounds hard, cruel, but do we have a choice? Seppi? Seppi? Come to me, please. What is it, my darling? Please, don't leave me. Dear lady, you must be brave. Be quiet, Medici. How can you know what this woman has meant to me? How deeply, how truly we love each other. No, no, my dearest. You will remain with me. We will live together or die together. Listen, that is the signal. We must leave. Now an Austrian patrol is approaching. Hurry, we will have to run. Do not worry, my darling. I will carry you. Listen, Gino and Pietro are trying to hold them up. We don't have a own route. Are we safe here, Medici? For now. If you look straight down from this hill, there is the sea. We will try to get a boat and make our way towards Venice. Anita, my darling, are you better? Anita, speak to me. Medici, why does not she say something? She, she is still breathing. She's happy? Yes, my dear. Anita. Anita. 
Mr. Randolph. I cannot leave. You heard what she said. She's left you. General Company. She's dead. She is dead. Run quickly before they get here. I promise you, my friend, on my word of honor, she will receive a decent Christian burial. Medici, how can all anyone can do for her now? Run! My dear Signora, I escaped with just a few tattered rags on my back. I had lost everything. Oh, I am sorry. Now I... I shall go make more candles. General. You still call me General. I have no troops. No supporters. That isn't true. I have letters for you. I see. From Italy. From all over the world. People call to you. Let the movement rise again. But fate. Fate has not called to me. Fate has not sent me the sign. You truly believe that, don't you? Yes. And so must you. Just a moment. Yes? Excuse me. I, I was told a certain Giuseppe Garibaldi lives here. I know that voice. It is Medici. General. <laughs> General, it is you. Signor Maiucci. May I present Captain Medici, my close friend and comrade in arms. Your servant, Signor. What news from Italy, my friend? Ah, from Italy. And there is all kind of news. Some good, some bad. Oh, when was it ever different? The people are waiting. I know. But I no longer feel able. Medici, you have known me long enough to understand what is in my heart. To be a general, one must feel as if he has been chosen. And I no longer... <sighs> enough of that. What else? My children. <laughs> they are thriving. I can trust my mother to take excellent care of them. Uh, General... My mother. My mother. She's well. General, I have come here to tell you myself. To tell me what, Medici? What? I could not write it in a letter, my dear friend. My mother. She is dead. Ah, yes. Oh, General... I shall weep for her later. Tell me, Medici. How did she die? Of the fever. You, you know how these things strike? Yes. She was delirious. She thought that I was her son. You. She said, I am glad that you have decided to return to lead the fight once again. That's what she was trying to say to you. Yes. That is what she was trying to tell me. Now I understand. Medici, when did she die? It was almost... A... Yes, it, it is exactly a month ago. March 19th. March 19th? See, si, March 19th. I remember. I heard the clock chime in the tower. It was exactly at uh, 8 o'clock. Eight o'clock, March 19th. Yes, I was with her. General? Yes. General. Once again, I am a general. Once again, I can dream dreams, see visions, 
Once again, destiny has decided to show me the future. And it was quite a future. He returned to Italy and finally freed his beloved country from all foreign usurpers. Giuseppe Garibaldi. His name will live forever as Italy's greatest hero. And perhaps also as a part-time candle maker on Staten Island, New York. An addition to our tale shortly. I remembered my lucky surefire fishing lure. But you know... I think I forgot my body. Don't forget your body. Remember Rexall Vitamins. Help resist illness. Eat the right foods. For supplement, remember Rexall Vitamin C. Don't forget your body. Remember Rexall Vitamins. Rexall Vitamin C. Now only $1.69 at participating stores. You can save gas and avoid the high cost of public transportation if you invest in a West Point bicycle from True Value Hardware Stores. Hi, Pat Summerall to tell you right now, they're offering a wide selection to suit every taste and budget. Choose from sleek-style, lightweight racers in 10 or 12 speeds, or a sturdy three-speed touring model. All have rugged steel frames, plus the features you want most. They're designed for dependable quality and performance. And West Point bicycles are sold exclusively by participating True Value hardware stores and home centers. If you're in search of mysteries, where things are seldom what they appear to be... Sooner or later, you'll find Raven House. Welcome to Raven House. But beware, once you enter, there's no turning back. Raven House paperbacks have more ways to keep you in suspense than you could ever imagine. No! And each murderous crime is committed in its own devious way. So just when you think you've cracked one case, there's a whole new mystery waiting to be solved. Remember, Ravenhouse mysteries are so engrossing, you can't help but let the mystery take over your life. <laughs> New Ravenhouse mysteries are published every month. Which one will claim you as its victim? If you're clever enough, you'll find Ravenhouse mysteries wherever paperbacks are sold. <laughs> of a man of destiny. But what do we mean? Is he one of destiny's men? Does destiny actually select its favorites, invest them with special qualities that are denied to the rest of us? Are some of us fated to succeed while others must fail? Why is it so easy for some, so difficult for others? On what basis does destiny choose its favorites? Is the whole thing fair? Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking it. I just want to find out how I can take advantage of it. If I ever do, I'll let you know. Our cast included Mandel Kramer, E.V. Juster, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Raven House Paperback Mysteries. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time... Pleasant dreams.